Alright, hello everybody. It is Tuesday. I think it's the 9th, April 9th. Sorry it's so loud in here. Driving back to the house. Probably sounds like I'm recording this from a wind tunnel, but you know how these go from the hip, from the heart. Alright. One thing that I'm really trying to... If you're under 30 years old, this is especially true for you. Um, it's going to be a lot more dynamic the younger you are, but it will have impact regardless of who you are. But this is job displacement. You know, it's coming. You know, and it's been coming for a long time. You know, I remember back in the like 80s and 90s, like everybody was afraid that ro- robots were going to take over. You know, I mean. You talk to a 20-year-old today, I don't even know if they realize how much cars used to be made by hand or just how much of a human component contributed to their manufacturing. And now, depending on the type of car you're getting, other than just someone checking off on a clipboard, like you, that person made, like that car may have never been touched by a human hand, you know, and they thought there was going to be this massive, you know, just, just onslaught of unemployment because of it, which is, it's kind of puzzling to me, that mentality, you know, people need jobs, you know, and they will find something else to do, I'm not quite sure why there was this perspective that, hey, oh, robots are going to make the cars now, you guys got to go sleep out back, you know, I mean, that's, it's just kind of a strange mentality, and you still hear that to some degree today, but the fact is, is every job that gets taken away, new ones appear. And one thing that I, it always just makes me want to cry when conservatives, you know, especially in type of election years or, you know, when Trump was doing his campaigns and that jabs, 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 crap. The problem is not jobs. Like, there are way more unfilled jobs that people want to have filled business owners and and companies need filled than there are people to fill them there that vacuum is there what there is a lack of is qualified employees you know And, and that's a struggle sometimes especially for younger people or for someone transitioning out of an occupation they've had for a long time you know getting retrained learning a new craft or trade i mean that's tough i get it which is what I'm trying to reiterate here, or I guess iterate would be the appropriate word, is that you need to be ready. You know, if you find yourself in a situation where a job that was pretty easy to recognize as being disruptable, like if you didn't spend some time having a backup plan, it's that's irresponsible on your part. Like, it's it's coming. If you have a job that can be replaced by a robot or a computer program, which means if you drive for a living, clock is ticking. If you do any type of data processing, clock is ticking. You know, uh, if you have some type of support job, like... Uh, I'm not going to think of a good example off the hip like that, but 
assess your own occupation and get familiar with the state of the industry right now. You know, if it's pretty, if you don't live in that world and kind of read up on that stuff, you may underestimate how fast the tech revolution is about to start taking your job, you know, which it's not a bad thing. You know, as long as you kind of prepare appropriately, you can really capitalize on this. You know, if you do road work or construction or painting, any of those things, like you were, you know, unless you're an artist painter, I mean, but if you, if you paint houses or frame houses or, or bricklayer, any of these things, these are all going to be done by machines. And that's great. You know, I don't know how passionate you are about laying bricks, but, you know, I can't imagine there's too many people who are like, this is what I wanted to do forever. Like, I really, you know, I, I practiced laying bricks when I was a kid, got a job right out of high school, laid brick for 40 years, 50 years, saved up, and now I'm retiring, and I do a little bit of brick laying on the side, but, you know, I, I just, just for fun now. I don't do it as an occupation. Right, that's insane. You know, manual labor or rote processing, all those things, it's going to be disrupted. The good news is, is that's a really good thing. Because, number one, those jobs are kind of better left to do. Like, if a robot can do it, let it do it. You know, there has to be a better way to spend your time. You know, and until that transition happens, find something that you would like to do just in case. And there are resources everywhere to help you get up to speed on it super cheap. You know, get on Udemy, get on Coursera. These things are to some degree free or, or very cheap. And you can start learning a trade like I've heard of these online education resources as being you know the 21st century vocational school you know and there's examples everywhere I read this article about this a mom who uh, you know learned how to build a house from YouTube videos you know I don't apparently she was very talented because my trial and error with YouTube videos is more significant than I would be able to invest in building a house with, but again, you know, for a hundred bucks for a year, you can take classes, I mean, master class right now, which this, it doesn't necessarily apply to the, like, vocational aspect of it, but just for how prevalent, how readily available this education is, 180 bucks, masterclass.com. You get a, a full year where you can access everything from, you know, Steph Curry teaching you how to play basketball to Ron Howard teaching you how to direct a movie, Serena Williams teaching tennis, you know, Wolfgang Puck and Gordon Ramsay teaching you how to cook. I mean, these things are just dripping with, you know, a master class with Gordon Ramsay for cooking. I mean, that would have been thousands of dollars if he decided to do one. And you would have had to have been where he was doing it and all these things. You know, it's available. You can, there's no excuse to not constantly be bettering yourself. And you don't have to take out full-blown student loans unless that's directly 
you know, unless that type of education is standing in between you and your passion, you know, there is an incredibly economical way to do this, you know, the online resources and a library card and a bus pass and a year of dedicated effort in your spare time can prepare you. You can be a computer programmer. You can be a robotics engineer. You know, you can do anything. And if these things are outside of your wheelhouse, you know, I mean, that's, that sucks, you know, but look through them, experiment with them. You never know what you'll come across that you like, but you need to be doing something, you know, because as someone who is very passionate about technology and these types of advancements, you know, they're knocking on the door and this one's not going to be as subtle as it was in the 80s and 90s. It's not just going to be, you know, some farming and some, uh, you know, factory workers, you know. If you drive truck, if you do any of these things, I mean, your your time is, it's, it's numbered, you know. So I really encourage everybody to do a, a honest assessment of, you know, the next 10 years of your career. You know, and, and how disruptable that is by technology, you know, make yourself relevant, make yourself valuable, you know, otherwise there is going to be a, a transitional period that is going to be as unpleasant, you know, the, the unpleasantness of the transaction is going to be directly proportional to the lack of a plan B that you have. You know, things are happening at light speed and you know, it's just, I can't, I can't emphasize it enough. Just, you know, you need to be ready to pivot and worst case scenario, your job doesn't get disrupted, but now you got a bunch of, you know, new skills, the most important of which will be the ability to self-provision education. The, the skills, like I, I can't tell you enough how much I recommend uh, Super Learners on Udemy. Um, it's got its own version of it too that you can get directly through the Super Learner website. But Jonathan Levi, L-E-V-I, I mean, that thing is worth $1,000 right there easily. You know, it, it's teaching you how to learn. You know, you may think you know how to learn, but you can improve at it. And small improvements have profound value and profound effects. So, you know, if learning new stuff isn't your style, maybe start there. Learn to learn new things. Learn to learn them faster. Learn to learn them better, you know. But, again, you know, the just like if there was a storm coming, you know, you'd shut the windows and, and drop the little backyard umbrella and all that stuff, you know, I mean, just like all those things are, you know, your appropriate level of preparation for the incoming storm, you know, the incoming storm is that things are going to start changing quick, you know, there's already McDonald's that have robots doing all the cooking, you know, that it's going to drop the cost of everything significantly and it will be a good thing. But you just have to be prepared. You know, you have to be ready. So 
my biggest takeaways from this is please, like, if, if you're not good at learning new things, get better at it. If you are good at learning new things, deploy that talent aggressively. Always have kind of a, a side skill that can turn into a occupation if needs be. So, anyway, didn't mean for that to come across as a preachy as it sounded, so, but whatever. You know, it's a... It's a very empowering skill to learn how to learn. And it's a good feeling to know that you have a backup plan if the rug gets pulled out from under you unexpectedly. So with that, I bid you adieu. I hope everything has, everybody has a wonderful day. Um, and I'm out.